Welcome to the Do Divorce Right podcast. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and I'm here to help you transition through your divorce with ease and integrity, to not only survive the challenges of your divorce, but to thrive as you come out the other side of it with a much better life than you ever hoped possible. On this show, we talk about many different aspects of divorce, interview women who have their own incredible divorce stories, or those who can offer some great advice as you go through yours. The focus here is to help you find the strength and support to help you feel lighter, happier, more positive, and in a better frame of mind to face the inevitable challenges of your current journey. Hi, and thanks again for joining in on the Do Divorce Right podcast. Last week, I shared a vulnerable part of my story about when I was made redundant and, you know, had my foundations fairly fundamentally shaken um, and, you know, how that motivated me then to look at doing things a little bit differently, as well as, you know, the fear and nervousness that kind of came with that. So this week I wanted to talk to you about something that's a lot more recent and I hope that you'll find it relatable too because we always have to do hard things, right? And whether that's tolerate the um, difficult period that we're going through or whether it's to draw on our own resources to be able to get in that courtroom and tell our truth, or whether it's, you know, to carve out the time and create the documents that you need to create in order to get through um, a divorce as well as you possibly can, or whether it's just to put on a brave face to see, um, to, you know, let your children see that you're coping okay and trying to model some positive um yeah, positive modeling around that. So we all have to do difficult things. I was interviewed on a podcast recently by Maura Nevin, who was just gorgeous. And she runs a podcast called Super Real Humans. Now she had identified that she thought I was a super real human. If you've been listening to the podcast over the last couple of weeks and months, then you might have heard Maura's story about her own divorce. And it was through that conversation that she said, I need you to come back. I need you to share some of your story on my podcast. And I did. And one of the really great questions that she asked, there were so many, but one of them was, if you wrote a book, what would the title be? of your book. And I told her my title would be, I have, I can do hard things. And so can you. And that's not the book that I'm writing at the moment. That's something altogether different. But if it was a memoir about my life, it would be, I can do hard things. And I would want to inspire you to do them too. Now I've had girlfriends suggest that I'm somehow superhuman. I've had um, friends and colleagues shocked that I'm able to achieve as much as I can and still just be an ordinary, normal person, <laughs> you know, I'm in my mid-40s and still manage to um, sign myself up to some silly things or, you know, decide to do something rather big. And I thought that was kind of a little bit unfair to be represented that way. There's no way I'm superhuman. I'm no more extraordinary than the next person. Yes, I do some crazy things. 
you know, ambitious. I start my own business while I'm managing a corporate job. I launch a podcast. I start writing a book. I, you know, create it with partnerships and, and all of this. First of all, I never do it alone. I make sure that I'm surrounded by incredible support and, and I do have some fabulous support around me. And if I don't have the specialist support that I think I might need, then I seek it out. I might read books or do a course or listen to lots of podcasts or, you know, whatever it's required or meet somebody or engage a new coach or engage in a new mastermind, whatever it is to, to push those edges and, um, Teach me, teach myself, what is it that I need to know? But I wanted to share with you this last couple of weeks, I've been on an incredible trip. I went to Palm Springs for a week with Her Empire Builder, which is with, sorry, I went to Palm Springs for a week with Tina Tower, who was doing a members retreat for um, members of her mastermind group called Her Empire Builder. And this is a course, it's a membership for online course creators. And it's a fantastic um, group that I've been a part of and I've been a part of for nearly a year. And I was able to get to Palm Springs to that retreat. And it was phenomenal. In addition to that, I then went to Las Vegas and San Diego and um, now Singapore for client meetings before coming home. But I I wanted to share with you, first of all, I was utterly filled with fear and imposter syndrome before I did any of those things. Um, in the lead up to the retreat, I was asking myself, who do I think I am to be able to go along to this members retreat with women who are earning millions of dollars from their business, um, some of whom have been in business like in the online course creation world for 10 plus years um you know i'm a teeny tiny baby in the world of um starting my own business so for weeks and weeks i thought i'm gonna have to cancel i i'm just i can't do this i can't go who do i think i am i'm going to be humiliated um this is going to be ridiculous but of course i couldn't cancel because i had booked this trip and included taking my mum with me, which is another really great way of holding yourself accountable to things, by the way. If you sign up to something with somebody else, you are far less likely to cancel. <laughs> so my mum wasn't coming to the retreat, but she was coming on this big long trip with me. Given that she's been widowed for less than nine months, it was, you know, the right thing to do for us to go on this trip together. I wasn't going to take that away from her. So fine, I'm committed. I'm going, even though I might hate it, even though I might feel like I'm completely out of my depth, I'm going anyway. So mum and I are packing our bags. We're getting ready to take the flight. Um, I'm filled with nerves. I'm probably not talking, you know, openly to my partner, my children, my mom about my nervousness. And I barely slept on the flight to LA. I was no longer concerned about the retreat because I was in, I was going to make the most of it. I was kind of kicking my own ass about the imposter syndrome stuff. Yes, I deserve to be there. I'm going to go and I'm going to absorb absolutely everything and you know grow and it'll be great 
what I started losing sleep over then was that I'm going to have to drive on LA highways. I've never driven on the wrong side of the road, wrong side of the road. I'm based in Australia now. I've been based in Asia for a very long time. I was based in Europe, but I never drove a car there. I've visited the US many times, but I've never driven a car there. And my mum left her driver's license at home by accident, but I'm kind of grateful she did. And so I was getting really, really nervous. You know, I, we had to get from the airport to the hire car place. I needed to sort out the hire car and drive on the wrong side of the road for a few weeks across these hugely intimidating, intimidating highways. At one point, my mum and I counted there were 14 lanes that we were travelling on. We were on a highway that was 14 lanes wide, like five going in each direction and then an extra two shuttle express lanes in the middle. It was massive and a huge amount of traffic and thankfully by that point I was fine. But those first few hours and days, I was utterly terrified. <laughs> thinking, I can't do this. What's going to happen? But I put my big girl pants on and I did it anyway. Um, so in the lead up to the retreat, I was nervous. On the plane, I was nervous. In the lineup for the hire car, I was nervous. Even thinking about the itinerary of the trip at all, right? So I'm plotting out uh, where are we going to go? Where are we going to stay? What will my mum do while I'm working? Because I need to juggle doing my do divorce right work as well as my corporate work as well as you know entertaining my mother and 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 trying to wedge in some holiday along the way as well some exploring and some runs because i have signed up to a big scary goal and i'm going to be going off on this crazy ultra marathon in less than a month's time so i needed to be able to fit in some runs as well so i'm plotting out the itinerary and looking at, well, we're going to be in LA for this short period of time. I'd really like to run in the LA, in the Hollywood Hills. And I'd really like to find the Hollywood sign. So my mother, who's extraordinarily patient with me and just a joy to, to be around um, and a joy to travel with and a hugely tolerant, beautiful human, she agreed that we would drive to the observatory the griffith park observatory and she would sit in the car and read a book and have a nap and just wait while i ran in the hollywood hills <laughs> and that's what she did but i was so nervous um, at this point i was feeling physically sick i knew i needed to run but i'm in a country i'm not familiar with in a region i'm not familiar with in a city i'm not familiar with like it was just all of these i don't know what i'm doing here um, and so as I'm doing this run, I'm, I'm thinking of the lovely Maura who had me on her podcast calling me a super real human. And I was thinking, but I'm not, I'm not a super real human. I'm a, frankly, I'm just a terrified human. I'm utterly terrified all the time. I'm actually a massive scaredy cat. Yes, I've done incredible things in the past, but I, I push myself to do them and I'm genuinely scared on the inside all the time. So anyway, I'm on this run, I'm on the trails, I'm trying to find the Hollywood sign and I'm scared because I'm on my own, right? I'm scared because I can't see another person anywhere. 
and Hollywood, like California is supposed to be beautiful and sunny. It wasn't. It was raining. It was sleeting. There was snow the week before. Like it was, it was ugly weather. So I'm scared because I'm on my own. I can't see anybody. I don't know where I am. And then I see another human and I'm scared again. Like, should I be nervous? I've read about women, you know, running trails in the States and it's not especially safe. Some women carry guns when they travel. I'm thinking, what am I doing here? So I'm terrified when I'm on my own. I'm terrified when I see another human. I'm scared when I'm running on the road because I don't know what's about to come around the corner or, you know, whether this is a transitable road. I don't know if that's the right word or whether it's just for the trails. And then I'm scared when I'm not on the road and I'm on the trail because I don't know whether there's going to be snakes or whether that <laughs> like rock is something dangerous or whether I'm going to slip and hurt myself and I can't contact my mum to come and find me or, you know, she wouldn't be able to get into the trails. So this whole time I'm thinking, turn around, go back, turn around, go back. You don't know what you're doing. You don't belong here. What are you doing here? And the other part of my little voice was, don't you dare turn around. You want to see the Hollywood sign. Imagine coming all this way and not seeing the Hollywood sign. Don't you dare turn around. So I'm having a word with myself, telling myself, don't turn around. Do not go back. You'll regret it so much more if you don't make it to the Hollywood sign than if you just keep going. And the other part of me is, but this is horrible. What happens if, what happens if? But of course I was right. I was delighted that I did it. I made it to the Hollywood sign. Um, and I'd much prefer to say that I was terrified and did it anyway than to say I was terrified and turned around and went home. So this trip, which by all accounts looks like just the most glamorous, fun, fabulous time, and it really has been, has also been the scaredy cat in me going, oh, oh, just, just do it anyway. So this trip, which looks like it's been filled with like just glamorous and fun and easy and beautiful has certainly been all of those things, but it's also been me utterly terrified and doing things anyway. I went running in the Joshua Tree National Park in the snow. It was like two foot of snow. It was beautiful. But also, you know, couldn't run most of that because it was really slippery. I went uh, running in the Rock Canyon, Red Rock National Park and the Fire Canyon National Park. And I went out in Vegas at nighttime, did not like it, but was not, you know, was nervous about it and did it anyway. I drove on these incredibly wide highways. I put myself in conversations and met people and talked to people that made me feel vulnerable and scared about, you know, what it is that I hope to achieve um, in my business and my life. And I did it anyway. And so I'm really proud of myself for pushing through. And I just wanted you to know that if you find that you are struggling with things or that something feels scary, you can do hard things. Sometimes we need some support, so find the support that you need, but also be really, really proud of yourself when you do push yourself to do scary things. Try to regret less and be proud of yourself more.
that's it for this week. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening. I hope you took something of value out of this episode. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and you can find me on the web at dodivorceright.com or on Instagram at dodivorceright. I look forward to connecting with you there.